wreaths, uh, mistletoe, Christmas swag, as they call it, hanging baskets, roping, cut greens, decorative pots, cemetery baskets. Let's not forget those that have left us. Christmas crafts, gift certificates, they're open every day until Christmas Eve at night. And also birdhouses, custom-made sleighs. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They also have a great Facebook page. It's Steve and Debbie Jr. and Byron. And folks, again, they want to thank all of their new and loyal customers that have made this just a fantastic year for them. I'm so happy. It's great service, family-run business, quality merchandise, and it's worth taking the ride to PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, 12.07 on this uh, Wednesday. And... um, you know, I received a message earlier from, from one of our listeners that said, Juan, please give us the good news. Well, it's it's not easy finding good news. Uh, as many of you know, I was at the McKee briefing yesterday. I have a number of unique stories posted on the website, tepetro.com. Don't forget, tepetro.com, which is brought to you by Tavolo. Stop it and see them. Tavolo Wine Bar Tuscan Grill, authentic, innovative Italian cuisine. Uh, Providence, Federal Hill, uh, Smithfield, right near Bryant, and also Warwick, which we ate just the other night. T-A-V-O-L-O, Tavolo Wine Bar and Tuscan Grill, and always online at TavoloWineBar.com. That's a heavy challenge. Juan, please give us the good news. Uh, Hmm. The good news. Well, as you know, I was at the briefing yesterday. Um, as many of you noted, I was professional and cordial at the briefing. By the way, I also just learned that as a result of that woman that crashed in and then was screaming about domestic violence, do you know, I didn't know this at the time I found out, that now other people are just showing up at these press conferences and now they're on alert and not letting them in. See, this is what happens when when one person comes crashing through now these other people start showing up. I'm going to, I have something to say, and I want to address the media, and I want to be on television and on the radio, and I want to talk to the governor. So, you know, you had people showing up yesterday. Like, they, I'm telling you, they are losing control. I want to say there are some members of the McKee administration, they work very hard, they do a good job. But there's, there's something, you didn't come away yesterday with a lot of confidence. Now, granted. Uh, you know, it's not like President Biden is providing any confidence. Uh, something that Governor McKee needs to be concerned about, and I think they are, is that Biden's approval rating is is dropping rapidly. Let's be honest, folks. He's barely able to focus on the day to day. This is this virus is so contagious. It has happened so fast. Uh, it, it is really remarkable just in one week how things have just taken off. And and now, you know, the, the state is completely caught flat footed as far as the hospitals. I, they just are. And with the testing, um, I, I'm going to repeat what I said. I have felt, <clears throat> folks, not only do I criticize the way that things have been handled, but I was right there. I'm not hiding from them. I was right there asking questions for member many members of the business community. That are asking, the governor gave an answer to me that didn't make sense. Well, you know, every state handles this differently, right? Except why are you handling it differently than Massachusetts on one side and Connecticut on the other side? We're not talking about how come you're not following Florida. We're not talking about how come you're not following, right, Texas or California. Um, we, Rhode Island right now is an outlier. And I, I don't, I think, I think what Governor McKee didn't say was he thought. Or was given information that Massachusetts and Governor Baker was going to do a mask mandate instead of an advisory. And I don't care what anyone says. It puts business people on the northern part of the state along Massachusetts. It puts them at a disadvantage. And our businesses on the southern part of the state that border Connecticut, it puts them at a disadvantage when you have different criteria. So the governor gave this kind of long-winded answer and you know this whole thing but folks there's nothing you know get get shots in the arms people need to be vaccinated blah 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 it's just becoming white noise they're not the people that are not vaccinated i i just don't see where they're going to get vaccinated 
And we also have these splinter groups, right? You know, first it was the Providence teachers all get $3,000 for no apparent reason. Then the state union workers, the state workers, they get $3,000 for no apparent reason. You know, you're up to 20 million right there. Then last week it was, well, we have to stop everything to help the panhandlers. And then it was, you know, we're going to put all the homeless up in hotels, homeless hotels. Who cares what's going on in the neighborhoods? Yesterday it was, you know, for those that are having problems paying their gas bill, there's going to be funds available. Uh, Channel 12 does a story. You know, people that want food stamps and extra food stamps for the holidays are finding there's a long delay. There's nothing, there's no focus on the regular people. There's no focus on families. There's no focus on people that are just trying to have a career, work hard, raise a family, live in a decent neighborhood, be a homeowner, live the American dream. There's no focus on that. And that is where Governor McKee, my opinion, he is just too easily distracted by the progressive left that keep dragging him into all these fringe things. You know, this, this business of all the panhandlers sleeping out at the state house. You know, they, they had several press conferences because there's 230 panhandlers that suddenly they're surprised it's getting cold out, even though we're now into late December. All this stuff. And for those, you know, if you can't pay your rent, we have money available for you. If you what, Why is everything on the people that don't work hard and don't follow the rules? Why is that always the focus? Folks, and this is all the buildup. You know, notice the media's not even saying what's about to happen in January with the safe injection centers. Gee, I wonder how that's going to go with COVID. So people, Rhode Island is set to open under the McKee administration. Uh, they want to send the message, you know, come to Rhode Island, discover Rhode Island where you can manage your drug habit. Come to Rhode Island. We're going to test your heroin and fentanyl and crack and make sure that it's pure. We want to make sure that you're not getting a bad strain. Come into our injection centers where our nursing staff will help you inject the heroin into your vein. Does that make sense to anyone? Is that family friendly? Is that the direction that the state should be going? There's no talk of that. You know what the big news is right now out of the General Assembly for January? We're going to talk to Terry Gorman coming up. Licenses for illegals. Oh, yeah, because that's what's lacking. That's the missing ingredient. Folks, this is, they are just so out on what, you know, the real priorities in my mind should be. So troops to help the hospitals. Listen, National Guard are not trained medical personnel. Bill Gates predicts the worst part is still to come. Germany is saying fourth shot is needed. Vax status could be tracked with a microchip. You know, Governor McKee is so focused on this stupid app they're going to have. These are the same people. Folks, they they can't run a two-car funeral. You know, what was that yesterday? Why is the lieutenant governor there other than just for political theater? And, And the progressives, everything, everything. Everything is about low income. What? All right. What? Why not lower taxes? Why not lower the tax rate? Why not have us below Massachusetts and Connecticut? There's nothing competitive. They're grabbing a bunch of federal funds. Let's repave the highways, right? Let's just, you know what? Who cares? We just paved it. It's fine. Let's dig it up and repave it because we just got all this federal money. It's another gift. It's another gift to the unions. On a Sunday morning show recently, they're the head of the AFL-CIO. The guest the next week was the head of the laborers. Folks, it, it is just like, you know, all it is is like the, the local elected officials. It's like they're just paying, you know, like in the movie Goodfellas, they're just paying tributes to like the mob bosses. Throw them more money. Throw them more money. We got more federal funds. Throw it at them. No bid contracts. Repave the roads. Just do it all over again. Who cares? It's all federal fund money, and then it all just keeps rolling. So 21 is on track to suppress 20 as nation's deadliest. Half call it the worst year of their lives. Huh. Um, 
Biden pivots to home tests. Yeah, like that's going to help anybody. Oh, good. We're all going to get home tests in January. He is just lost. Oh, good. He got a new dog. Isn't that terrific? That ought to help. Omicron at least doubles risk of getting infected on plane. New York City weighs restrictions for Times Square New Year's Eve party. Uh, it's it's just it's not getting any better. And and as yesterday, as I and I want to give credit to Pat Ford Coalition Radio, who was trying to say what I was trying to say to Governor McKee is it's just so unfair in my mind to make um people that are business owners in his own backyard in the northern part of the state, the Blackstone Valley, to turn them into where they have to be the mask or vax police. I think it's unfair. You know, that's the governor just throwing it to small business instead of taking a, a firmer stance. Now, the governor, to all in fairness, Governor McKee yesterday said, well, you know, it's temporary. We're going to revisit it on the 18th. But he, he, he just seems to be, he is like whiplash from the progressive left. That's all it seems to be, is to me, is just he is constantly reacting to the people that are running against him uh, in for governor. And what's also disturbing, folks, is they just continue to follow the Biden administration, which to me just doesn't have a clue. Now, we're going to get Terry Gorman on the phone in just a moment. Um, I wish I had better news. I know it's ridiculous. They don't have the testing sites up. They're shorthanded in the nursing nursing homes. They're shorthanded in the hospitals. Is Governor McKee, are they prepared for the next 30 days? The answer is no. See, all they're focused on is the $1 billion that they have. That's it. And, and, and the problems that we have right now, you can't buy your way out of this. I repeat, you can't buy your way out of it. All right, this portion of the program, folks, it's Wednesday. Pop in and see our friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, Ron and Melissa. Now, right now, it's 1219. They have delicious calzones. I bet you're hungry for lunch. Delicious sandwiches. They have the Let's Go Brandon Donuts. They have the Wandy Trays. They have Christmas cookies, cupcakes. They have banana cream pie. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. You could go there right now. Everything baked fresh. They're open today, tomorrow, and Christmas Eve, on, um, you know, till whatever, late in the day. Get all your Christmas cookies and everything else. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They're right off at Silver Spring Street. And also, I want to remind you about our friends at CBD Store. CBD Store Warwick. Stop it and see. Uh, that is a family-run business, 1845. They have things. They're right across from Airport Plaza. Find them on Facebook, The CBD Store, where they have um, hemp and CBD, everything for fighting stress, anxiety, sleep, pain, or seizure. They even have things for your pets. And it's 25% off at The CBD Store. Look for them on Facebook, located right there, Post Road in Warwick. Stop in and see Michael. Uh, They have everything. All right, let me get Terry Gorman on the phone. Just because the rest of the media is going to ignore this and think that it's a good idea. I will never think it's a good idea. Uh, the fact that they want to give driver's licenses to illegals. They can try to shade this any way that they want. Uh, that's what they're doing. And it's not your imagination. They're going to use it for voting. Of course they are. Um, still waiting to watch uh, the Republican Party put out a press release against it. But I don't know. Maybe... This should be Terry in a moment. Maybe Terry and I are the only ones left that, folks, joining us right now, the director of Ryle is our friend Terry Gorman. Terry, Merry Christmas and good afternoon, Terry Gorman. Merry Christmas to you too, John. Terry, I'm just wondering, you know, I'm starting to think that you and I are the only vocal opponents left where the General Assembly, they're signaling they're going to start giving out driving permits slash, I don't care what they say, their forms of ID and licenses to illegals starting in January. Yeah, it's it's a godful shame, John. It's like the in-state tuition. Ryle fought against that. You did too for 14 years that I know about. And Senator Chacon continually brought it up every single year just to pander to the illegals in his in his voting district. Yep. But it's a, I think it's a foregone conclusion. The Senate already passed it last year and now 
Lita Shikachi is casually saying it looks like it's going to pass this year. Hmm. You know, and it, you're right, John. It's, it's it's not supposed to be a form of identification for voting, but you and I both know that there'll be places where people can go and use that driver's license to vote. Hundred percent, absolutely. No yeah. question. There is no doubt in my mind. And Terry, what people don't get is you go to certain parts of Providence. If you and I walked in on election day, you know, they'd, they'd call the police. They have yeah. uh, voting districts in parts of Providence off of Manton Avenue, Oneyville, where there's no one in the polling place that even speaks English. So yes, they're not going to turn any of these people away. No, no, John, they're not. They're not. Listen, a long time ago, you remember these days, I, I used to be at the polling places yes. and signed that, that it's a crime to vote if you're not a U.S. citizen. Yep. And way back then, I should have seen the handwriting on the wall in the center expending all this energy for 14 years. But the mayor of Central Falls at the time hmm. came to one of the polling places, and he knew every single person that was coming into that place i mean he was there for like 15 minutes hey yeah. jose Manuel, oh, yeah. how are, you know the whole the whole thing and those people when they saw my sign they ran the other way right they went the other way yeah. so that that's a big housing complex in central Falls. the mayor was standing there basically supporting illegal aliens mm. and now we have a governor who comes out and says that we have to find a way to employ our undocumented neighbors. Yes. He said that out yeah. loud. Yep. So, so I mean... <laughs> he said the they're part of the economy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, that's, the, that's the problem now, yeah. John. And, and you know, a, you know the same, a lot of the same people that I know. And hmm. that there are some people that are in, uh, I don't know, how, not powerful positions, but in popular positions, let's say, in the state of Rhode Island, who have these big, restaurants and different places and if you go in the kitchen it's all illegal aliens yep. they're from guatemala from el salvador from all over the place and if you if you question one of those people the owners of those places they get so upset tell you where to go what to do and all that stuff it's because they know that they're subverting our system by hiring those illegal aliens that's right and that's why we're in the position that we're in and to me, John, a big, big problem. It's, it's a shame that there's so much money from that American Cares Act yes. for them to throw around. Oh, yeah. And mark my words on this one, too. All these places that they're opening up for affordable housing and shelters for the homeless and all that stuff, that's where all these people are going to go. Yes, of that, course they are. You know, yeah. You know, none of them said a word, John. I asked flat out about what they thought about uh, refugees who we have to take care of that by law so that's what can you say about that but refugees being resettled in luxury apartments in Cumberland Rhode Island that's right yeah luxury apartments yeah and then when you you read a little further into these things it says the first three families the first family had four children and the wife was pregnant the second family had five children and the third family was two single men. Now, what do you think all that is? Right. What do people think? Yeah. And that's that's nine children eligible to go into our schools coming from Afghanistan. So I doubt seriously if they speak English. So that all has to be dealt with. And now what we're saying now is going to make it even easier. So those these people will get the driving permits and they can drive wherever they wherever they want to go at That's least right. at least if they they knew they were driving against the law they were subject to getting caught now forget it they'll just be going driving you know it's and the, the way the law read the bill read well I'm not sure if it's still the same way so but I'd have to look at, at the the new bill when they present it but what it says in that in that bill one of the requirements is that you have to have proof that you paid Rhode Island state income tax for the last two years. Mm. Now, how many of those are there? There's, think of this, according to the Latino Policy Institute, there's 25,000 people 
in Rhode Island eligible for those driver's licenses. Oh. 25,000. Holy cow. So, that means that means they're working yes. in the, now and driving to work now. So how is it going to be any safer? But the, the, out of that twenty five thousand, there's like four thousand four hundred people that have an individual tax identification number, right? Which which requires them to pay taxes. Hmm. So that those people that pay taxes are the only ones that are going to get the permits. But mark my words again, McKee. I call him the gubernador, <laughs> that is going to find a way for all of the rest of those people to get those driver's licenses. And if if they don't give them to him, the ACLU will be claiming discrimination against the rest of those illegal aliens That's that right. don't have an ITIN <laughs> number. Folks, again, we're speaking with Terry Gorman of Ryle. Terry, you know what's also comical is with all of the talk, and this to me, Terry, shows you the changing nature, also the media. When you had those people, you know, Matt Brown, the progressive, that Cynthia Mendez sleeping out at the yep. state house and low income housing. Not not one media report and there's not one mention of who's living in all these low income units that in the past people, right, that didn't have a lot of money used to live in. Yep. No one will report, as you and I know, if you just talk about Providence, the thousands of illegals that are living in low-income housing units and apartments off Manton Avenue, in Oneyville, in Silver Lake. It's as if, you know, no one even mentions, gee, I wonder why there's a shortage. If, if you didn't have all these illegals, you wouldn't have the low-income, you wouldn't have the housing shortage that you have. Exactly, exactly, yep. John. You're 100%, 100% right. And that's another another thing with the, the ACLU is with that affordable housing, just wait till some landlord finds out somebody's an illegal alien yeah. and they refuse to rent to them. That's right. The ACLU will be down All there. over them. They'll, they'll be sleeping out on the front, on the back steps of the state house yep. until the gubernador gives in. Yeah. I'm so disappointed in that guy. I, I really thought he was kind of a, a, a salvation for the state of Rhode Island because of the way he was when he was the mayor of Cumberland. Oh. But that... The, he's you know, a, Terry, he's the, the farthest thing from that. He is all yeah, about, I, you know, Terry, I was just mentioning, everything is about the fringe groups, right? The Providence teachers yes. get 3000 The unions, the, the state workers, they get 3000 We have yeah. to provide all this low-income housing for the illegals and all the, and the panhandlers. Now they're going to give the money for those that don't want to pay their rent or those that have trouble paying yeah. the heating bill. Terry, there's nothing for the regular citizen who works hard, owns a home, pays their bills. It's like they don't exist. Everything is for yeah. these fringe groups. You're 100% right, John. I, I write about that on Facebook all the time. Yeah. I get so frustrated that I point those things out. I'll send you an email that I just sent to the to the Senate and the House of Representatives that spells out all the numbers of all of these things and how many potential illegal aliens currently huh. can come to the state of Rhode Island. And it's it's phenomenal, John. Phenomenal. If you just look at the total population of the, of the United States, then you look at the total population of Rhode Island, and that's point zero zero three six percent of the total population of the country. If you look at one point six million illegal aliens that are being released into the country, that comes out to like five thousand something of them could come to Rhode Island. Yes. If you just go by that population, yeah. and if you look at the sixty, you look at the sixty thousand uh, unaccompanied minors, which we can prove if the Providence school system would just admit it, that proves it. How many of them are coming here? But nobody will do that. Nobody will even look into it. That's another five hundred and sixty children added to the school system in Providence, Pawtucket, and Central Falls because they're, right. they're not going to move to any of the other communities. No, yeah. And what is that going to do? What's that going to do to us, John? If, if 565 new kids show up and divide that equally in Providence, Pawtucket, and Central Falls, that's going to, like, they're already broken. They're already failing. That It's going to just completely destroy it all. And the gubernador is, 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 he's looking for more interpreters for schools. He's looking for more ESL teachers in schools. It's, it's so 
oh, I get so frustrated, John. Mm. One, one of the things that I think is with all this stuff that's going on about like ESL and and they're they're flocking in here, yep. and they and and the school system says, look, we have to take care of them. The law says we have to take care of them. Okay, so we have to take care of them. So how about using our brains when it comes to taking care of them? Right. Every single kid that enters a school system in the state of Rhode Island that's non-English speaking should be given a free order of battle. Hmm. That's the it, that's the English uh, uh, a language program. There's several of them. But just, just pick one out and give every one of those kids that, that program. Instead of having to hire hundreds and hundreds of more ESL teachers and all that stuff. And they're going to get the education for free. So, so why not have a little accountability there? Yeah. Terry, you know, I, want to bring it, I want to bring it back to, to the driving permit. Something else yeah. that, and again, folks, we're speaking with Terry Gorman. And it has to do with lawmakers could okay driver's licenses for illegals in Rhode Island next year. Terry, what can't be ignored is the same thing when they registered 40 paid by the way paid and and had 40,000 illegals fill out the census they develop a database of them when they're going to have the illegals getting their permits that's going to be a database terry i'm telling you right now there's no way anyone was going to convince me that those names are not going to end up in in voting lists and databases it's impossible and terry let's just say let's just say you and i arrive in Rhode Island from El Salvador, and we find out that somehow our names are on voting lists, what are we going to do about it, right? We're not going to do anything about it. We don't know anything about it. I don't know if we even care about it. Uh, unless they come and drag us out, like, you know, what, what do we care? We're just here to get as much money as we can and send it home or take advantage of the free programs. And, and Terry, something else that um, recently, the I-Team, Channel 10, the I-Team. Now, I'll give credit to Terry. You remember the former Jim, uh, well, not former, uh, the, the late Jim Terracani, right? He yes. built that into a franchise. I don't know if you saw it, but Parker Gavigan left. He works for the city of Providence now. So yes. Katie Davis is basically alone with the I-Team. She did a story recently on the voter rolls. Terry, do you know at no point during the investigative piece, did they even mention illegals having the opportunity to vote? How, Terry Gorman, let me ask you, how is that an investigative piece if you don't even look into that? It's bogus, John. It's bogus. They don't, you know, you know and I know, they, they don't want to, uh, what, what, what I'm trying to say, they don't want to expose that. They don't. They no. don't want that to come out. It's just like you and I say about yeah. the people coming from into Quonset. No one yep. will go and look they at that. Won't. I mean, nope. 113 legislators, not one single person said a, one thing to me about it when I No, they all, so they're all not Sergeant Schultz. They all, when yeah, I asked, oh, I don't know anything about that. Oh, that's called con- contact Homeland Security. Yeah, like home, yep. s- Homeland Security, they don't tell you anything. But Terry, yeah, that yeah. is, it, it is crazy. You have an investigative piece on voting. And you know who else is just bad for democracy, in my opinion, is that John Marion of common cause you know they use him as an authority and all he ever says is you know no one uh, hey that's a felony if somebody fills that out that's a felony terry as you know in the last 25 years not one person has ever been charged as a felony a voter fraud so what is the point but he'll say that oh no one would do that that's a felony if you get caught terry they're not even looking to find people breaking the law no John, do you remember, you and I both spoke about this numerous times on the radio, that they caught a guy outside a polling place yep. in Providence, Rhode Island, with 1,100 voter registrations yes, yes. in his car. That's right. 1,100. Yep. I mean, and nothing, and nothing happened. When I first started Rile Up, I testified before the Board of Elections, along with two, a Portuguese couple and a Hispanic lady who were complaining about what happened to them voting in uh, at the vo- at the at the polls, and they gave this big spiel and everything. When it came my turn for testimony, I said I said to the board of elections, I really don't think I need to say a single word about from my prepared statement. These people have said it all. They were interviewed outside there by the state police. 
outside that board meeting, and that, that, that they were taken under advisory by this from the state police. It died on the vine, John. Oh yeah, died on yep. the vine. Yeah. Now, did, I mean, who who could dispute those people that you know they came here? They took the couple. The, the the guy was going to run for office. The the Portuguese guy was going to run for office, and they 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 messed with six hundred of his voter registrations. They made him made him disappear. Yeah. And then the the lady I I don't recall off the top of my head now what she was why she was there. But they gave these sad sad stories about our system and their brand new American citizens. That's right. Telling you know I mean why would they even make something like that up? But it just died on the vine. Nothing was ever followed up on. You know, Terry, one time at the State House, and again, folks, speaking with Terry Gorman of Ryle, when, when we were able to put enough pressure to defeat illegals getting driver's licenses, I remember Grace Diaz, Rep Diaz, came up to me and said, you may have won today, but we're going to win tomorrow. And yeah, Terry, yeah. she they're not going anywhere. How about this story in the Boston Globe? Once sleepy... Secretary of State contests around the country could play a big role in the 2024 presidential election. Terry, the reason I mention that is, as you know, right now, the Republican Party has no candidate for Secretary of State. A big union guy, that teacher from East Providence, Greg Amore, all the unions are backing him for Secretary of State. Terry, what they're planning is if that guy gets control of the office, it's going to be one union bond after another placed on the voter rolls and then they're going to say look at that the voters approved another bond for building and another bond for building that's what their end game is see what people don't realize is years ago i remember they used to hire homeless people and other people they'd put them on a bus and they'd bring them around to the polling places and say, this was before voter ID. When you yeah. get up there, say your name is Joe Smith, and here's who you're going to vote for. But the problem was there'd be mistakes. The people were unreliable. They'd, you know, There was room for error. What they realized is forget about going to the polls. We're going to do early voting mail ballots. We don't even have to worry about these people doing this anymore. We're not yeah. going to worry about the polls. But, Terry, that head of the union... Him becoming the next Secretary of State, I, I just don't think people recognize what they would then just stamp through and push through. And then they'd say, hey, that's what passed, right? Yeah, like, I, that could affect yeah. elections all over the state. Yep, that's, that's where they have the, with the tight, would have the tightest control of all. Yes. If they, if they were controlling the elections. And, and it's, it's like now, in my, in my opinion, and I'll get criticized I know for saying this, but the Republican Party seems irrelevant in Rhode Island. I don't see any progress being made by anybody. You know, I support them 100 percent, but they don't seem to be fighting like cats and dogs with the administration no. or with the, with the Democrats. You know, it's, it's almost like a go-along-to-get-along policy up there. It's like, it's who, do, who do we go to? If, if I wanted to complain about the driver's license to illegal aliens... Where would I go, and how would I, how would I get that message I, to the legislature? I haven't heard right. one person speak out against it since this story hit in the journal. Not yeah, one, no. Terry. So, no, no, in I all know. due respect, listen, both of us try to be supportive, right? We do. And yeah. in the past, you know, people like Representative Patricia Morgan have been vocal and try to be helpful. But I even know, you know, Representative Mike Chippendale wrote an open letter to Governor McKee about COVID. I, I, again, I like Rep Chippendale. I respect Rep Chippendale. But, Terry, we are so past writing letters. Like, I, these people, like, you need to have a press conference. You need to be visible. You need to, like, look into the camera and say, this can't happen and this should happen. We, we are so, what, what is this? This is like the days of, uh, you know, George Washington was penning a, a letter they'd bring to like Ben Franklin in Philadelphia. Like what, what writing letters? We are so past the point of writing letters. We need to retake our government. Because Terry, you and I both know if the illegals get the driver's license and then the voting rolls, you, you know, 2006 will go down. As that was the last year that a statewide Republican, that was when Don Kachiri, governor, was reelected. Yeah. And that's the last time you've seen a Republican elected. Yep. 
never again in the future. No. Never, ever again in the future. And and I I disagree with their strategy that that they they're going to wait until whatever time to announce who the new candidate is. Ah. They need to have that. They need to have that information out there now. Right now. And they, ha- they need to be getting a hold of every organization. Yes. That even the least least bit conservative to to help them and support them. And you know that they. I don't know. They don't seem to reach out for that. You know, they don't. They don't want to know who supports them. It's just, it's just, a, it's a god awful shame that the shape that we're in. And I, unfortunately, John, I, I don't see, I don't see any bright spot in the future whatsoever. And with this, with all this money that the governor has, I think he's going to spend it strategically on illegal a- aliens. Oh yeah. On on the, on the, the the new refugees, yep. On, on the all the homeless. I mean, Terry, hold on. Remember, the lieutenant governor Matos calls them the new Rhode Islanders. Yeah, yeah. The new Rhode Islanders. New Rhode Islanders. When you land yeah. at Quonset, when they fly you up from the border, you land at Quonset. They put you on a bus. They set you up uh, wherever to shelter hotel with clothes and food and EBT cards. You're you're not someone from Guatemala, El Salvador, who's right now in Rhode Island. According to them, you are quote a new Rhode Islander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's terrible, John. It's absolutely terrible. You know what? We'd have to see if if the voter once the when the next election gets here, how how many people are added to the voter rolls. Oh my God! Well, as you know, and Terry and I could keep going, but Terry, you know, the biggest thing, and I'll fill in the blanks. You know that Channel Ten Katie Davis piece on the I Team. Whenever they start going into dead people voting, Terry, that to me, and I'm I, this is going to sound mean, but to me, that reeks of people that don't they don't know where the real fraud is because the real fraud, as you and I know, is no one is turned away from registering to vote. No one is turned away. It was never designed that way. In the past, you had to prove you were a citizen. You had to prove you were a Rhode Island resident. You can go to the Secretary of State's office on Corliss Street, right near the the, the main post office. You can register to vote. You don't even need photo ID. If I walk in there and say, my name is Terry Gorman and I live in this address, they, you boom, it's handled. You are now registered to vote. And then... There's no questions asked until that is remedied. Then, 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 then there's no hope. If and John Marion, it's a myth. Dead people, you know, they they never talk about forty thousand illegals were paid to fill out the census. And it is my belief, Terry Gorman, those forty thousand people, you and I both know, there's no way they would let that type of data go to waste. Those people are all oh, yeah, registered you know. and on the voting rolls. Yeah, yeah, I, I, John. That when they, I, I don't believe that in Rhode Island there are seven hundred and seventy thousand people registered to vote. Impossible, absolutely know, not. John, right? There's, there's no only way. A million one hundred thousand yes. people in this whole no state way. of Rhode Island. Yes, so impossible. How, how all those people registered nope. to vote. And, and you know and what else? I'm glad. Hold on, one more thing that that the Channel Ten piece did not cover is, um, see, what they don't like is the census also records when you're filling out the census are you a registered voter according to the Rhode Island voter rolls there's over 700,000 close to 800,000 voters registered voters in Rhode Island even though there's only 1 million people but Terry according to the census there's a little over 500,000 so like Gorbea is never asked to explain why do we have 200,000 extra names on the voting list and can you imagine, like in the old days, if the I team, if Channel 10, if they, you know, that, that would make people nervous. Now, you just kind of give them the soft shoe tap. You tap the inch way around it. Uh, you get John Marion to say, oh, that, that's all a myth. We need as many people voting as possible. No one, and Terry, you're right. If you remember the Anthony Gemma race against Cicilline, there was that guy with the Toyota Camry. He had 1,000 mail ballots in his trunk. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. John, one other thing to remember. Go ahead. What, what we're up against. Do you remember when Dolores LaFlame, working for the Registry of Motor Vehicles, yes. was selling driver's licenses right. to illegal aliens? Yep. 
I mean, you know, it's so obvious. And it is. I, I think it's just a, it's part of a big pl- time plan, John. They, they like Cloward Piven. They want to take over the state. They want everything's going to fail when they, when they spend all that money that they have. What's going to happen when that money's gone? Right. I, yeah. Wh- where are they going to look for more money? Then? That's right. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense to, yeah. to do it. They seem they seem like they're being frugal and, and doing it the right way. But I, uh, behind the scenes, I, you and I both know there's a hell of a lot going on. Oh, my that God. That we'll never know until the, until the day it happens. Like Memorial Hospital, John. Yes. How, how, how did... How did that all of a sudden unreal this big wonderful yeah. thing an example for the entire country about yeah. helping veterans and doing all that in the middle of the night now it's gonna be a homeless shelter. That's right. And Terry, how I about mean, how about Pawtucket wants to do a three hundred million dollar high school? They didn't have two nickels to rub together for the Paw yeah. Stadium. And a private contractor told me yeah, that is probably double the cost of what that shoe. If you want to build the type of school they're talking about, it co- could probably be done for under 150 million. But Terry, the brand new high school in Pawtucket, where McCoy Stadium is, that's as you know, that's really just a gift to labor. Juice up the cost, overrun cost, time and a half, blah blah blah. It's really just like throwing them a gift to get rid of McCoy and then build the new state of the art high school there. Didn't they just? Didn't they just uh, approve a state-of-the-art high school in Johnston for yes. $150 million? Yes, yeah. So how does, how does Pawtucket cost $300 million? Un- if, outrageous. If Johnston yeah. is $150 million, it's going to be a state-of-the-art high school yep. with all the amenities. Wow. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And Pawtucket now, John, unfortunately, oh. I was born and brought up in Pawtucket. Pawtucket is more of a sanctuary city than Providence. It is. Well, it's getting there. It's pretty close, yeah. but you're right. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's awful the, what's going on. And everything is geared from the governor on down. Yep. Everything is geared for all of those supposedly put upon populations. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's it, like it, we're it, running it, a third world state. There's nothing yes. for improving families. There's nothing for we're going to have something to benefit the people that work hard. Notice, Terry, there's nothing for the A students. Everything is for we have to cater to the lowest common denominator, yep. right? Yep. The people on yeah, the street, gonna- the illegals, the panhandlers, the people that don't pay their rent. Now we're going to have the safe injection centers. How about that? Terry, that starts next month where yeah, you can go in and they'll help you. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and I'm an alcoholic, John. Oh. And you know, been sober for a long, long time. Yep. And, and I, I totally disagree with that. Oh, that, you know, terrible. That would be like allowing me to come in and drink a fifth of right. Jack Daniels yeah. and pass out right. and then and wake up, go home. Terrible. You know, I mean, come on. That's it. it, it there's got to be a different solution to the That's problem right. than that. Now, listen, Terry, I'm gonna, we're going to be talking to Terry a lot in the new year. Terry, despite everything we've talked about, I want to yeah. wish you and Pat and your family a very Merry Christmas. We're going to stay on this. Uh, the voices are dwindling, but we still have voices. We're going to be vocal. I still think most people are with us, but they get shouted down by the other side. So, yeah. uh, But Terry Gorman, Merry I- Christmas. Keep up all the good work. You too, John. Thank you very much for having me on. And Merry Christmas to you and yours. Folks, there he is, our friend. Thank you, Terry. Folks, Terry Gorman, right here on the John DePietro Show. Folks, I recognize, even I was getting depressed going through the segment. All right, right now it's 12.50. That went much longer than I thought. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at our website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562, R.E. Coogan Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. If you're having a problem with your heating system, call Coogie. Let Coogie in, the Coogie Point, 401-732-6562, gas boiler, oil boiler, uh, hot water heater, Coogan Heating, 24 emergency service, 401 732 6562 on Facebook and on their website is recoogan.com. Folks, good afternoon. It's uh, 1251. Boy, that was a little bit of a depressing. But you listen, you need to know what's going on. You need to know the truth. Um, and I am glad that I did attend the McKee briefing yesterday because as, 
as I should now come to expect, you you don't have a lot of members of the media questioning a lot of the provisions that are being put in that are going to help the business community. Now I'm gonna um, I'm gonna give you some advice for for you and, and your family folks uh, in just a moment. This portion of the program, though, is brought to you by Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty. She is terrific. Based in Cumberland, over 20 years experience, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call Pat. Do you know Pat? She's terrific. 401-474-5253. I received the nicest email from Judy that said Pat sold her her first home, and now she's looking to downsize, and she's going to give her a call. 401-474-5253. There's a link on the website to Petro.com. Folks, I, I'm going to tell you right now at 1252. Um, listen, you, you want, I, I think you deserve, you know, I'm not trying to sound like Jack Nicholson, few good men, but, you know, you want the truth. You, you deserve the truth. I think that you can handle the truth. Now, I'm not sure if this is going to help Pfizer pill becomes the first U.S. authorized home COVID treatment. I don't think that's that's going to hurt. Um, but as COVID cases climb, so do Rhode Island applications. Folks, you need to take care of yourself and take care of your family. You do. And the state is once again letting you down. Um, you know, I know that there are walk-up testing sites and walk-up testing sites where people can go. And a lot of people are upset because the people have to wait outside and uh, the people, and you know, they're complaining that it's cold. Um, Listen, you need to do what's right to protect you you and your family. And vaccine clinic for residents 18 and older open in Providence. Gee, I wonder who that's geared towards. We know who it is. There is such a focus on the members of third world countries who have invaded the state. I'm telling you, where's the focus on families? You know, they think nothing as schools are shutting down, forcing these kids to do distance learning. And they, they don't even blink. Um, facing high demand, Rhode Island opens two more sites for rapid COVID tests. This should have happened a while ago. Why is this taking so long? Oh, good. They're going to put the lights on at the state house to honor the 3,000 COVID deaths. That's that's not enough. And as far as the nursing homes, I don't I don't blame the nursing homes for being upset about this staffing mandate. You know what the staffing mandate benefits the unions. This is the inmates are running the asylum right now. Uh, you know, and everything yesterday, and now an update on Ellen Slater Hospital. My God, everything is least common denominator. Ellen Slater. That, that's just like, you know, Rhode Island state workers were gouging the place and running up high bills. What about regular people that have to go to the hospital? How come there's no focus on that? Now, I received an email from someone. Can you play President Biden's remarks yesterday? Why? It seemed like a waste. He doesn't have any answers. I mean, listen, President Biden, of course, his numbers are plummeting the- this way. And Biden's numbers are even worse in Massachusetts, as far as they're higher in Massachusetts, I should say. I posted the, uh, Dan McGowan had it in roadmap of where President Biden is in New England. And his approval rating in Rhode Island is down to 46%. So now that's significant. You know, the, the, and Governor McKee and the rest of the people running for governor, they, they won't even acknowledge that, as you know, President Trump got 40% of the vote at least and 200,000 votes last November in the election. And they won't even acknowledge something like that. I also think Governor McKee is not winning this thing of telling people, if you have suggestions on what we should do, I, I, that, that's, that's not, I don't know what that is, but it's not leadership. I'll tell you that much. It's not leadership. Um, that's not say what you want about Ramundo, but she you didn't hear her saying that they were like, let's see what they're doing. Let's see if we can implement this. I, I'm not crazy about, you know, there were people I found out just this morning. I found that were showing up yesterday and they wanted to get on television with Governor McKee 
to announce to the state the ideas that they had? Like, what is this? Are we going into the absurd now? Biden support Rhode Island. His national average is down to 44%. Massachusetts approval rating for President Biden, 54%. I, I think that's inflated. Vermont, 52%. Connecticut, 49%. Maine, 43%. New Hampshire, 45%. Rhode Island, 46%. Folks, this is exactly what I have been saying. Notice Rhode Island, Biden approval rating, 46%. New Hampshire, 45%. If you remove the illegals from voting in Rhode Island, Rhode Island is far closer. We could be a battleground state. We could be, if they would remove the illegals from the voting rolls, Rhode Island could be, like New Hampshire, a battleground state. And what I mean by that is for 2024, you would have a lot of the presidential candidates coming through here. But if right now, Greg Amore, he's the union teacher, union person from East Providence, he's the only person running for secretary of state, every other state... Florida, tightening up their voting regulations. Texas, tightening them up. Arizona, all these different states are tightening their voting. Not Rhode Island. They want to open it even more. Folks, think of just, not to go off too much, but but just think of like crime, how security companies constantly have to upgrade their systems because criminals find a way around uh, locks and security systems and so forth. It's the same thing with voting. Right? Like they don't stop. Nelly Gorbea, Cicilline, the rest of them, they're constantly looking for ways to go around the voting system. Remember, David Cicilline doesn't care if you vote for him because he's already have you replaced. He already has the voting list of all these illegals. That's why I want a more providence. And he'll fill out the ballot for them. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Propane Plus. Remember, in Massachusetts, call Propane Plus, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, they want to be your propane supplier, 401-885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus. Now, folks, it's 1259. We have another hour to go. The Power Hour's next. I'm going to play some of the national sound. Um, the real thing of yesterday was President Biden doesn't have, he doesn't have a plan. We, he, they don't have a plan, and the state doesn't have a plan. And this thing is running amok, and everyone is fighting again, and we are now three days from Christmas, but we have another hour to go. We're gonna- Season's greetings. WNRI Woonsocket.